Kiora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello there, Chris. Hello, listeners. Hello, Mark, and uh, yeah, hey, folks. How are you? Hey, um, I was just thinking, Chris, are they listeners or podcastees? Like we're podcasters, so therefore they're podcastees. I mean, if they're listening, I don't really care what they are. <laughs> that is true. Hopefully, they are listening. Um, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the world's number one geospatial podcast, uh, based in New Zealand. Yeah, a podcast about all things wonderfully spatial and kind of vaguely techy and, you know, if DJI or... No, who's it? Parrot want to sponsor us and send us a drive. Yeah. That's good. But, you know... Mercedes. Anybody. Um, yeah, you know, not that we're begging, but we'll no, we're keen. Um, do you know we're not begging? We just do this for love of our listeners, don't we? We do. And uh, the promise of rewards in the future. Yeah. Not necessarily this lifetime, lifetime, but you know, <laughs> some future. Yeah, like it's a type of karma with all the geo goodness we do. <laughs> we'll come back as I don't know what. Didn't DGI have the karma drone? Because that'd be a horrible thing to come back as. It wasn't very good. <laughs> Wouldn't be if I was flying it. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. So, how you been, Chris? Do you know, just on the sponsorship, currently uh, I want to be sponsored by Asahi because I'm drinking one. It's very nice kind of, you know, Asahi oh, right. kind of, you know, beer. Very nice. I'm drinking it. Um, yeah. Can we sponsor by them? That'd be quite cool. Um, actually, that reminds me, we need to do the disclaimer. Mm. Um, which, sure. Which, which, which is that the uh, views and opinions on this podcast are our own and nothing to do with anyone we work for or work with. Um, and actually, we need to add... Unless we specifically say we aren't sponsored, we aren't sponsored. Like it's not a promotional thing. What this? Yeah. I, God no. People will listen like, to this. Nobody's going to sponsor us. People haven't paid us to put the news on unless we specifically say they've paid us to put the news on. And we've never had the opportunity to say that. So <laughs> no, not yet. Pretty safe hands, I think. <laughs> yeah. So what we're saying is we're kind of like we're like the open source of podcasts, right? We're not sponsored by anybody. It's all it's all kind of just good. And if we were, we'd tell you. Yeah. Yeah, we're not like those um, Instagram influencers. No, or oh, that story in New Zealand at the moment. Uh, Do you hear the one about the uh, the lobbyist who said that passive smoking wasn't bad for you? And then turns out she's like uh, entirely. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. Um, By Philip Morris, no relation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there was another one today about New Zealand couple who are travelling the world to promote how overpopulation there is. Um, and then you look at their Instagram photos of, of her in a bikini swimming in places. And you're like, yay, you're advertising. Yes, you know, I saw that as well. Um, <laughs> going to really, like, you know, the middle of the, uh, was it middle of? Yeah. Defile. Defile Ethiopia. Yeah, you know, and just. Amazing places. But um, yeah, anyway, we're digressing. Chris, what have we got on this podcast? Oh, what? Podcast? Um We've got some news, Mark. We have plenty of news. We're actually pretty full up with news today. I think we are like, news-tastic tonight. It's like 10 different stories. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then both of us, uh, we got to do something we've never done before as a couple, so to speak. <laughs> um, we successfully done before. We, we've tried that before. We've tried before. Uh, we, had, we had a joint, uh, we almost interviewed each other. Um, we were we were in the same room, which we have done before last year at the Ezra oh, right. conference. But we had someone else there. Um, we did. 
We were on location. mediating. We actually managed to record together. Yes. Um, which you'll hear later in our topic of the week. I think we're more excited about than our listeners. <laughs> They're excited for us. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Or with us. Um, and then we've got a great game of export to shapefile because um, I think after last week, last time, um, you need to prove your dominance. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, Mark, before that, before that, before that, oh, just checking, anything we said before our disclaimer, does that... Is that still disclaimed? Because I don't, I don't want to, you know. Just where, where are you going? I'm just, I'm just hoping that, you know, does it count for stuff we said before the disclaimer? Oh, right, yes. Because I don't do? want, you know, work to think I'm sponsored by Asahi Dry either. <laughs> super Dry, sorry. The, the cool, crisp taste of Asahi Super Dry. Yeah, I just, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, shall I play some kind of new special jingle thing? Yes. Spatial news. Okay, Chris, we always start with exciting Esri news. We do, yeah. Um, and this, this this is almost up there with um, with colours and pop-ups. <laughs> I'm just saying, Esri, bringing you the, uh, yeah, the news that you need to hear. Uh, yeah, latest in Esri news. Chris, they have a what? Well... I kind of actually quite like this, but you know how you get with like, you know, uh, you get all these different map textures? Well, the new yes. textures that... You, like you, topography and satellite imagery. Yes. yes. The, the useful ones to put information. Well, yep. the new one is felt style. Felt style. Now, now Chris, I'm, I, I'm, I'm more up with my K-pop than I am down with my garage, UK garage, but you're more UK garage. Is felt some sort of UK garage thing? No, it's a type of material you know felt all right it's what like ah you know it, um do you not like remember as a kid you felt had like material fuzzy felt do you not remember yes those? yeah yeah same, and same. Uh, random fact the woman who invented fuzzy felt worked on tanks in the second world war sorry what the woman who invented fuzzy felt someone invented fuzzy felt yes oh okay um was this yeah google it Okay. Uh, but anyway, but Esri have done fuzzy felt for maps. They have. And fuzzy you know felt's team, I think. I, I quite like it. So you know, it, it's kind of your your base map made to look as though your nana knitted it, not knitted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Felted it. Felted it. Your nana felt it. And <laughs> you know, yeah. Right. Um. I'm I'm slightly on the other side of the fence, Chris. I'm not finding a lot of love for it. Are you not even the Anthropol um, fuller projection? Yeah, that one. You, that one's good. yes, but that's um, just because of the projection, right? Yeah, sure. I I suppose I'm 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 more mind over heart, um, mm. and I can't see myself using this. You say that right? So this this is true story time. So. Um, as opposed to the other stuff we tell, which is all lies. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. uh, so we started playing around with, uh, you know, Mapbox. When Mapbox started doing this, and you can go to the Mapbox editor and you can create, you know, you can you can essentially uh, copy a texture from a picture, and then you can use that to then apply it to your map base, right? Right. Yeah. And like I some thought, sort of Insta filter. Yeah, and I was kind of like going, "Hey, this is really really cool." All we have to do is find some kind of company that um, would like 
you know, that sells fabric and we could then make a map based on their fabrics. And I came up with like one of those, you know, carpet, carpet court, they're a New Zealand company, but you know, a carpet warehouse shop thing. And when you get yes. to their like location map, where are my stores, the map would be made of their carpets. How cool is that? Um, I think I've, I've heard of this idea before, Chris, from you. Um, oh, yeah, I think like a so. year ago. How's yeah. it gone for you in selling that idea? It hasn't gone anywhere. Right. Okay. But anyway, back to Fuzzy Felt. It actually reminds me of Kindekiz. Yes. And uh, Kindekiz more interesting. <laughs> he could do it like this, though, with his Fuzzy Felt. It might be even more kid-friendly. He could. Mm. Anyway, that's Fuzzy Felt style. Uh, anything more on Fuzzy Felt? Is that it? No. Mm. Spatial news. Okay, something more useful from Esri. Indeed. In a different um, useful way, sorry. Not more useful. Usefully different. Well, it depend, depends on your point of view, right? If you really want a fuzzy felt base map, then the fuzzy felt one is really useful. But, Mark, but if you are uh, wanting to embed barcode reading into... Um, collector. Collector. It's collector, isn't it? Then, it is then collector. Then you can with arcade. Well, I think you can do other things in arcade as well. Well... Barcode. But anyway, basically, this is an example of uh, using Arcade, which is reinvented, I say invented, um, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to allow you to do stuff. Now, Collector is very useful for um, doing fa- things quickly. It's obviously not as quick as, what is it? Capture it? Snap it? What's quick the capture. New quick capture. Mm-hmm. Capture it sounds better. Or snap it. Um, that was probably taken by the Snap It company. All right. Quick capture. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for something fast to do, you can now put barcodes in arcade. Yeah, which is actually pretty cool, I think. You know, because you can be able to do. You've been able to do barcodes in Survey One, Two, Three for a little while now. So it's good <laughs> that they've kind of you know dropped uh, it and collected now. Yeah. So, so you, you now only have three mobile solutions to choose from. Yeah. 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 Spatial news. Now, Chris, I know you like your history. I do, yeah. Um, even though they say it never repeats. Well. Um, and, in fact, this company is doing it. Well, this company, this project. Yeah, now, we talked about this earlier, and I decided that it was far too difficult to explain what they're doing over a podcast. Yes. Um, and so then I, I, I said it wasn't, and I hit you with the greatest fa- phrase we've heard in a while, long time. Okay, hit me again. It was actually quite a good phrase. Deep convolutional neural networks. Yeah. So there we go, listeners. Can't say that too fast. That's what they're doing. Convolutional neural networks. But basically what they're doing is taking oblique photos of the past and of the present and then analyzing them, pixels, etc., and working out how the topography's changed. Mm -hmm. Um, And And the land cover, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and land cover. It, it's it's quite cool. I like the way it's not just using bird's eye photography, aerial photography. And when you say they're taking pictures of the past, what you mean is they're finding pictures that were taken in the past and then matching <laughs> oh, is them. It? I thought there was a time machine. No, that would have been ah. a far more interesting story. <laughs> but we wouldn't have covered it because it's not geospatial related. No, but really, well, this is kind of the uh, how has land cover changed over time? We can use historic area or historic um, oblique imagery, match it with current imagery, and then you can use your convoluted neural networks. What was it? No. 
convolutional neural networks. Deep convolutional neural networks. Definitely those deep ones. And they're going to do the analysis for you. Yeah. I like and it. If you remember nothing else from this podcast, just remember deep convolutional neural networks. And, of course, the uh, the smooth, refreshing taste of super dry, sorry beer. Anyway, um, moving on. Spatial news. Uh, actually, if we're sponsored by Asahi, don't we then have to be 18, R18? I am. I've, I've passed that mark quite a long time ago. <laughs> All right, anyway, um, anyway uh, in, in America, Chris, lots is happening. There always is, to be fair. Um, and this is a map it's of um, the every dollar in the 2020 Democratic primary. Um, and so there are 2,278,000 individual donations to the Democratic primary candidates. Bang, eh? Um so, painting a data-driven story of the $152 million raised. Isn't that more than New Zealand's GDP? No, not at all, Chris. Oh, Don't okay. put us down like that. Sorry. Sorry, New Zealand. Heck. My God, I've just applied my citizenship. Do you reckon I've just... Can of Coke's $50 million New Zealand dollars. True. <laughs> um, so, there's 42,000 zip codes in America, postal codes, and they've just assigned them. And then done it typographically so they've done it for well let's say top six i mean i say yep. top yep. six donations not of, of presidential candidateness worthiness just just want to make that clear yeah no, no. It's, <laughs> so, it's good okay uh so number one we have the bernie sanders yes um and that's actually an interesting diverse spread Right across the country, isn't it? I, I'm actually surprised at that. I thought it would be far more east and west, and sort of the middle was mm-hmm. not um, not donating. I would have thought a higher um, uh, a higher est- donation in Florida, given how old Bernie Sanders is. <laughs> okay. Back to the disclaimer. Um, Elizabeth Warren. So, Bernie got $36 million. Mm-hmm. Um, about 746,000 donors. Elizabeth Warren came in second. 421,000 donors. So almost half Bernie's, but she got 25 million. Yeah. Um, and, so and weirdly not as, I mean, still spread across the country, but a lot more focused. Yeah. Um, so I I think it's just, oh, Joe Biden's in there. Yeah. Um, he only got 22 million only. Well, Bento O'Rourke, he's only got 13 million, right, from 188,000 donors. But he's entirely sponsored by one area of the country. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. He is, and that is Texas. Yeah. Is he from Texas? Uh, of course he is. He is the former con- congressman of Texas. Sorry. From um, Texas, not from of Texas. Texas, I think. Just again. Hmm. Um, but then they've pushed all the data together. And you see that Sanders and uh, Beauty Beauty Kirk, honestly. I'm so pleased you. Well, yeah, I, I know you were waiting for me to say. Oh, it I was because and you were man enough to. Amazing job of completely. Um, ah, if he up. becomes president, I'm going to have to learn that. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so interesting distributions maps are useful for information, and. Uh, well, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk politics because you know it's not that kind of show. But what I find amazing is that 
you've got all these people competing against each other and, and you know, they're criticising each other. They're kind of doing the opposition's job for them. I find it really weird. It, it is a different democratic process than other countries, that is true. Yes, it seems to be we, yeah, anyway. Um, but the other funny thing is that at some stage, the guy who's nearly going to win, guy or girl, um, who's nearly going to win, then has to offer the other uh, people who aren't quite going to win but make life difficult positions in the cabinet mm. or in the, in the circle. Yeah. So the people who are saying nasty things about you, you then have to promote. Yeah. And I think just quickly, I would say they are actually really attractive maps. You know, they, 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 I, like, I like the colours. That's map boxy for you. It is. Yeah, yeah I like. All right. Spatial news. Um, and speaking of maps, Chlor- yes, what's the word? Chloropath. 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 Um, maps of the states. There's another one done by Cato this time. Well, it's done on Cato, sorry. It's yep. not really done. Um, about football, American football, that is, gridiron, um, whatever it's, you want to... Yeah, it, it's who, which states support which teams. Yes. Now, I'm not up too much on my American football. No. Um, but what I'm surprised at is the pockets of support inside other pockets. So, some... Some, what are they, counties? Yep, counties. Mm-hmm. Uh, some counties, uh, yeah, at war with their neighbours when it comes to uh, to American football. Some, some local like do- derbies going on there. The Cowboys and the Texans? Sorry, what? The Cowboys versus the Texans. Oh, the Houston Texans. Yeah, and then the, uh, well, you've got the, the uh, is it Miami Dolphins versus the, um, oh, the Buccaneers. Somewhere Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, that's right. Jaguars. <laughs> Who are from? Just above Florida. <laughs> but no, I mean, they're kind of in Florida. At the top of Florida. Below the Falcons. <laughs> the you Jacksonville know. Jaguars. Yeah. See, you know, you say you don't know anything about American football. No, that's because I'm actually reading it off the map, Chris, instead of I don't know what you're doing. I'm also reading it off the map. I just don't know. Yeah. Um, but useful to know that Wichita is a um, big supporter of the Dallas Cowboys, which goes against the rest of Kansas, which mainly supports the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, interesting, eh? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, useful chloropath maps. It's always pretty to see a good map. Well, I think if you like, you know, one, if you're in the States and you like American football, I think this is kind of like a handy pocket map. So you can, you know, if you go... Do you care, though? Like, if you like American football, then you just hate every other team except yours. Sure, but you, you need to know which team you're supposed to be hating as you go through that state. I think you're told that when you were born. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, interesting, though, in Alaska, the middle part of Alaska supports the 49ers versus the rest of Alaska, which supports the Seattle Seahawks. Crazy. Do you remember a long time ago, I can't remember which episode it was, there was a very similar map for... Um, for football clubs in yeah, proper, proper England. Football. Yeah. Not, not, yeah. Yeah. Football as opposed to... American soccer. football. No. Yeah. Ah, oh, yes. Carry on. Right. Next news story. Spatial news. Now, we have mentioned this, Chris, and mentioned it and mentioned it, because it's massive. Um... What? 
man walking on the moon. Oh, yeah, I know. That no, old chestnut. It's just toying with you because um, fabulous. It's been the uh, the anniversary this year, isn't it? Oh, this year, sorry, this month. No, last month. What last month. Last month. July 20th. Yeah. Um, and, the, the, well, the, the story here, it's a combination of uh, different kind of, well, it's bringing together multiple different kind of maps and so forth. Um, and my personal favorite is the history of the lunar landings in a 3D interactive globe of the moon. <laughs> I mean, yep. y- if you're a conspiracy theorist, you know, you might not like this. Um, or you might like to disprove it. Let us know. What what I think is brilliant about the history, or history of the lunar landings, you know, that, that 3D map, is they've kind of got the, and I was trying to work out this, they've got the, the trail of where you know the the lunar vehicles went or where the uh, the astronauts bounced around, and I was trying to work out how do they have the GPS trail of where they. I went. think they don't. I think they've just spotted where their footprints are from a big telescope. Ah, okay, big telescope. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, if you like the lunar landings, or you know, or like to time, disprove the lunar landings, then you have to go to this site because it's brilliant. Um, yeah, I've been. And just a shout out to, um, is it 13 Minutes to the Move? 13 Minutes to the Moon, a fabulous podcast all about the uh, the first moon landing. Um, I liked it. Who had the longest moonwalk? Which Apollo mission? Uh, one of the later ones, I imagine. <laughs> 17. Yeah. Um, but uh, it'd be interesting... It'd be- just thinking about it i mean this is random thoughts walking around the moon going this is so amazing i want to explore all of it then other part of you going actually it's quite dull because it all looks the same and then the third part of you going if i don't get back soon i'm gonna die um i don't think they would have gone it it looks dull i yeah but i don't know turn so much effort is much effort what is getting there walking around on the moon I think it's, uh, what is it, one-sixth of gravity, so it's quite easy walking around. Is any effort at I all. don't know. Yeah. Okay, I'm fine. Okay. All right. Hmm. Showing our ignorance of moons. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Spatial news. Uh, we like a good upstart, Chris. Oh, we do. Um, it's like this, us in the podcast world. Yeah. Uh, this isn't quite upstarting, um, but... Mapbox Japan, yes, um, has teamed up with Zenrin Data, which is a Japanese data site. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, so seventy years of, of seventy years of generating the best mapping data in Japan, and they've brought it to Mapbox. And the first customer to use this is Yahoo. Well, not just Yahoo, but Yahoo Japan. Okay. Um, does any, I mean, I don't. Does anybody use Yahoo anymore? Obviously, they're quite popular in Japan. I still use Yahoo Mail. There, it's awesome. Oh, it's here. Okay, cool. Um, but anyway, the um, yeah, it's just interesting that Mapbox are partnering with someone who already provides it as a data provider um, to be commercial. Mm. Um, it, it's an interesting angle that we. We kind of haven't seen that much before. Well, no, I, I guess it's. Um, I guess that perhaps there's too much of a focus on the technology and the what it does, as opposed to the the data that drives it. Maybe. Maybe. Um, mm. But a bit of AI, a bit of stuff. That's 
interesting so yeah Mapbox in Japan teaming up with people selling um, Yahoo Japan selling Mapbox maps do you remember when um, and it was quite a few episodes back we got a massive listenership from Japan yes Konnichiwa yeah I reckon I reckon they've been a little bit bored of us not talking about Japan enough so they thought well who can we team up with Mapbox that's going to get us on the podcast and how right they've been <laughs> for mm. sure yeah spatial news now Chris I know you're an imperialist and um, <laughs> all, all Southeast Asian countries are the same to you not true um, but we're jumping over to China we are and uh, Huawei in particular Huawei. Indeed. Um, Huawei. As we know, there's a little bit of strife between China and the US. Uh, they're, just, they're just some tariffs. Trump's got it covered, apparently. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not mentioned the T word. Um, we don't tariffs need that. or Trump? Uh, both. We, oh. we, we just like the friendly emails we get from people. <laughs> Um, but anyway, there, there, with with that's the uh, trade war. I can gonna get I, emails. I wouldn't go as far and say war. I think that's pushing that's, it, Mark. That is, that is. Sorry, I'm, I'm being what's the word? Excitist. That's um, not the word. But anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, basically, um, Chinese companies are having trouble using Google products because they can't anymore. Mm-hmm. This is a big problem because one of the world's biggest map suppliers on non, or even on any mobile, on any mobile device, yep. is Google. Yeah. So what's a country going to do? They're going to switch to Apple Maps. I don't no. think they can. No. I, th- no. I, th- I think there's something in the uh, negotiations that stops them. Well, what, no, hang on. What, Most what could Apple you do? products are made over there, aren't they? Yes, under license. Okay. Um, do you know what I would do, Mark? What if would I you was, do? If I was Hawaii uh, exec... If you're Hawaii? I, no, if I was a Hawaii exec... Hawaii, yes. And and I'm sure that's about to happen any day now. I'm just waiting for the call. Um, <laughs> I'd go, do you know what? We're just going to do it ourselves. Ooh, ooh. And, and would you... What would you call that? Um, a pipe dream, Mark. No, you'd call oh. it MapKit. Oh, of course I would. Yep. Because it's already done, Chris. Well, it's 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 a rumor, um, but there's a report out from China Daily um, that says an exec at Huawei said they're going to pull up MapKit, an augmented reality mapping. Wow! Um, but similar to Google's, better than Apple's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, it's an interesting aspect. I mean, you can understand it, really, can't you? Well, you um, kind of need maps. I mean, everyone uses their phone for maps, and obviously, um, what's with Instagram? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost like location has become, I don't know, really important to most things. <laughs> it's never going to catch on, though. Getting somewhere. Um, so, yeah, you heard it here first or second, if you've already read this. Um, the watch out for MapKit from Huawei. Especially if you're... You're in China, right? Because yeah, I doubt they're going to do the entire world. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they will. They'll have to. Why will they have to? Because Huawei is one of the Huawei. biggest. Huawei? No, Huawei. What? It's one of the biggest mobile manufacturers in the world. 
Yeah, but it doesn't mean you need their mapping on your phone, right? Well, no, but no one else's mapping will work unless they run a... Unless someone develops an, an app for their thing for for Google Maps, which Google can't do because... That would be break. only if you're in China, right? Or what? Uh, what, what, what sorry, anyway. Police? Anyway. Let's not go to legal, legal international law. Um, Are you suggesting we're not qualified? <laughs> yes. Shall we move on? Yes. Spatial news. Okay, this is a quick shout out. I'm sure it's going to be quick, Chris. Hang on um, a second. Hang on. <sighs> Good grief. Sorry. Yeah. We're not even sponsored for that airtime. Mm. Like, you, you had to pay to do that. Yeah, I did. It's, but it's, it's like the worst kind of Instagram influencer. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm moving into that Instagram um, space based on that previous story. I'm going to wear a bikini and swim in a pool. <laughs> You'll definitely get followers. Oh, yes. Wrong kind, though. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, I just wanted to do a shout out to opentopography.org. Hey, guys and girls. Uh, yeah, hey people. Um, the I was looking for some non-ground return data for a little little side project I was doing, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I stumbled across them, and they've got heaps of data, and they're really good at downloading it, and it was all super sweet. Well, I mean, that's all you can ask for, actually, isn't it? Pretty much. If it works, super sweet. Yeah. So, um. If you're not sharing, if you've got data and you'd like to share it on open platforms, maybe get hold of Open Topography. It does look good, doesn't it? Yeah. And they've got, they've got a fair little, they've got quite a lot in, um, well, little old New Zealand is doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, there's some um, some people in New Zealand who are onto, onto their open. Huh. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. Cool. Check them out. Now. I mean, after you've listened. So the rest of the podcast. Spatial news. Is it that time of year again, Mark? Yeah, that time of year when um, when companies release uh, reports about who's winning and doing what in the geospatial industry. Well, listeners, we appear to have lost Mark, which is unfortunate because... It's kind of a joint podcast thing we're doing at the moment. If he's not here, I kind of have to make it up. And that's, well, I don't know. I riff better off other people than just talking myself. Um, but I'm just going to carry on. Like, he might come back. And if he does, that's great. And if he doesn't, well, you, you're kind of stuck with me. But um, we'll continue for the time being. Uh, and I'll probably cut this out. And if I will, you won't know. And so, um, oh, no, I've just got a message from Mark. He won't be back. Um any reason why? Let's just let's just uh, check on this. This is real time, listeners. Let's see if we can find out why. Uh, oh, he's back. Is he back? Can you hear I am him? Back. Yes. Is he saying anything? He is. He's back. Well, listeners, sorry about that. Um, I don't know what happened, Mark. Would you like to explain what happened? <laughs> A highly technical issue, Chris. I bumped my USB connection. You bumped your USB connection. Yes. Um, well, we're number one for a list, uh, reason, listeners. And Mark isn't it. <laughs> right. Well, I've done everything now. I've completed the podcast. I won Export to Shapefile. You were rubbish. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I was listening. I just couldn't speak. Some people would say it was better for me. Um, anyway. Come on then, let's do the final story. S- yes, final story, Chris. Yes, this is the Oven one. Right. You know, so I started a, it and then you left. Yes, it's that time of year where we do the hard work for our listeners. That's right. And we go and read reports so you don't have to. And the first one out of the blocks is Ovum, who we have mentioned last year. We did. I can't believe this is a whole another year, Mark. It is. Time flies when you're mapping fun. Hmm. Um, right. So Ovum come out and they've done the Location Platform Index, Mapping and Navigation. Fantastic. And... Yeah. And We're just going to jump straight to it? Yeah, yeah. Go on then. Um, on top is here yet again. Wow. This is the second year or 15th year, something like that. Um, here stayed on top of this. And interesting, Mapbox has, has moved into the leader segment. So they were a leader follow-up. They were a following segment. Mm-hmm. And now they're in the leader segment. And maybe that's to do with a lot of stuff we've been talking about, Japan, etc., um, and thirdly, Apple is really not doing well in the space. Is it surprising? I thought everything Apple did was magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what can we overly tell you? Leaders, here, Google, Mapbox, TomTom. Now, challenges. Tom-tom, challenges, Apple, Microsoft, Esri. Hmm. 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 So if you're looking for a um, a leading kind of spatial app, you'd kind of be looking at here, Google and Mapbox and TomTom. And if you're looking for a challenging one... <laughs> no. <laughs> if you're looking for somebody who's challenging those top leaders, then it's uh, Apple or Microsoft. Yeah, I believe yeah. Microsoft um, is coming back with MapPoint. I think that's that's what they're doing. Oh, really? No. <laughs> well, I thought it was more breaking news. No. Uh, Huawei, not here yet. Not yet. Well, they haven't released it. Remember, it's all gossip. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this report, um, we will probably bring you more and more reports in the future and more information from this report. Yes. Um, but yes, yeah, as, as you say, we bring you the news so you don't have to bother reading it yourself. Yes, that's right. Talking of which, we went to a conference, so you didn't have to go to it yourself. That's right, um, although some of you did. Um, we went to the New Zealand Esri User Group Conference. So largely right? because we're in New Zealand, yeah. New yeah, Zealand Esri is, User of Group. all the conferences, it's the one that we can actually get to, afford to get to on our own, out of our own pockets. Well, our companies. Yeah. Pockets, but yeah, yeah. Close enough. Um, and so we have, a, a, it's a live report, Chris, even though it's recorded in the past. It was recorded live? How else do you record? I don't know. It's it's from the conference. Keep waffling, Mark. This is great. This is great. Uh, it's Friday, Chris, and I'm, I know I'm not drinking Asahi Super Dry. You probably and should be. I'm finding it's uh, it's a nice drop. Um, so other beers are available, mm. except in Chris's fridge. Yeah, they're not at the moment. Um, so yeah, let's let's listen to ourselves at the conference. It's a bit weird listening to ourselves, eh? Okay, but here it is, listeners. And welcome along, listeners. And Chris. <laughs> this is actually quite weird for uh, for both of us because, one, we're on location at a conference, which uh, the New Zealand Ezra User Conference, and two, I believe in 61 episodes, this is the first time we've ever actually been in the same space. 
It did well. There was those recordings last year in, um, at the San Diego. Oh, that's true. Well, but they can't be released for <laughs> for a few reasons. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's it's actually quite weird sitting next to you, and actually, uh, you know, do you know what I really need? Actually, we should have a beer, and it should be done over a beer, but we haven't because it's only two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, and, uh, well, they aren't serving beers as well. So no, well, that, that's three o'clock. Um, so we thought we'd just give you an insight, if you like, a live insight, which is ironic because it's a podcast, but this is live. This is live. <laughs> it won't be when you listen to it. Uh, into the New Zealand Esri User Conference, or as everyone calls it, the New Zealand Esri User Conference. Or, um, ENZIG. There's no one. No, nobody's calling it that. No, all right. <laughs> um, and this is the largest geospatial conference in the Southern Hemisphere, so we were told on Monday. Uh, yeah, I think it's about 650 odd, was it? 650? It, 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 it starts off, I think, with quite a lot, and then feels like there's like 50 of you left well it's like all good conferences right there's been uh, you know wastage along the way and it, it was the uh, the was it the uh, party last night yeah so one of the things that's very different about New Zealand apart from the ship is the at the user conference the party night is actually an all out event so it starts at 6 it's compulsory dress up mm. if, if you don't if you haven't tried pretty much just shunned by everyone there. There's about 500 people at the party. Hang on, but you didn't try. So tried. Where that shirt in public normally. You for your daughter's school project. <laughs> anyway. Um, and so that's really big. And that finishes, it finished formally at midnight and then goes informally to about 2 or 3 a.m. Yes, which is why there's there's been less people around today, or more people around today who are looking slightly less bushy-eyed and well, no, bushy-tailed and bright-eyed. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, let's let's start with the start of the conference, and then we can we can come on to the the, the party later on. So, um, what's special? What's different? What's interesting? Well, you know, in many ways, right? If you've been to the UC, like the yeah, you know, the big Ezra UC, there are the similarities, right? We have a big plenary session. Uh, we yeah, have they've tried to copy it in the last five years. They have really tried hard. It used hard. to be more, um, how to call this, local. Yeah. Um, and now it's a dark, it's a dark auditorium with a lit stage and massive um, video and audio. And There's an awful lot of auto cue going on that I, I kind of notice. Yes. <laughs> I think he just needs to look at his shoes more often. Um, <laughs> but the, um, the so just 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 to go with Angel Wings walking past it as you would at any conference. Sure. Um, one of the differences in the plenary session from the Esri UC is it's more tech focused. So they show show you well. Look, here's a scenario that is slightly based on the real world. And here's some technology that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the Esri one is more, here's some really great story. And oh, by the way, there's a bit of technology. Yeah. Um, and part of that, I think, is because the stories aren't there. Um, part of it is the production value. Um, and I think when, you know, occasionally when there were, uh, you know, 
stories that were about the story and how technology solved it, I found those way more engaging and just kind of more interesting. Whereas yeah. the um, here's some technology and here's a story that I've shoehorned into it, yeah. just not quite as yeah, it didn't resonate with me quite as much as uh, the other ones well, it's do. It's always funny when they go, you can do your complete asset management system in the GIS. And you're like, what would I do with my asset management? <laughs> um, so we have the plenary, uh, and it went on for, it was, you know, it starts on uh, well, it's two, two days, days two-day well, plenary. It's actually two half days. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. I do like that format, actually. Um, you you feel as, well, yeah, but you, you, you get to go off and do other things, and then you kind of come back, and you've got some more questions, and you can kind of, you know, see whether those are answered in the plenary. Yeah. But then there were like a whole bunch of user sessions, which, uh, you know, you, you have the kind of the technical sessions, which the... Uh, um, Eagle, Eagle Technology uh, staff run, and then the rest of it is all about the users, and they tend to be, um, you know, pretty interesting stories. Yeah, they're not all just about sheep, as you might expect. From <laughs> I mean, fact, some of them are. Well, yeah, there were <laughs> a few on sheep. Um, but yeah, so that's—I suppose it's like any other conference. There's um, there's streams and there's there's presentations, which are always interesting. Um, the other main thing about this conference, and it's partly because New Zealand is such a small place, is that you spend a lot of time either meeting new people or catching with people you haven't seen since last year. Yeah, totally. Um, and so that's that's really interesting, I find, because you ask them if you can remember, which I usually can, what they were working on last year, and it's a, it's a nice cycle you sort of glimpse into their into their business every year, which is good fun. Well, I think we, you know, we, we discussed this a little bit earlier about, you know, conferences when you're a vendor and conferences when you're kind of a client. And in, in this case, you're a client of, of Esri, a client of Eagle. And um, in my role, we sell professional services on top of Esri. So we have two, two kind of slightly different perspectives of the conference, I think. Um, so Mark, what, where, what were your takeaways as, as kind of the client of Esri? Was it a technology focus? Was it, you know... I suppose the biggest highlight has been the food. Food, okay. <laughs> um, the lunches have actually been really awesome. Yeah, yesterday there was gnocchi, and uh, couldn't get enough of that gnocchi stuff. That was good. Yep. Um, a lot of salad though. You know, it's yeah, that far too much greenery. But thankfully, there's just a lot of meat, so I just chuck mm. some meat. Um, but as what I what I like is seeing the different vendors, solution providers. The people building solutions on top of Esri um, and what they're doing not because I want to engage them from it, but it's good to see other people's ideas um, and get under the hood more yeah. there's always a few there's a couple of surprise people you're like oh, why are you here um, and that's interesting um, there's a f- there's one I can't quite understand why they're here uh, but they have a great product <laughs> um, they do smart traps to do trap oh that was interesting things. yep um, That's clever. But I, I don't know how many JS people buy smart traps. No, not that. Um, that would that be my thing. I actually think the business is really good. So the exhibition hall, so just, just again to give you some kind of you know, scale of reference, yes, if yeah. you've been to the UC, it's the size of what? 10 oh, football. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> 10 football fields at the UC, and here it's. Uh, it's a quarter of a football field. Yes, yeah. It'd but be when good, it'd be good for futsal if you. <laughs> It's one futsal field. Um, that's probably bigger than that. But, but it's good in terms of you, you're so close to everybody. You can just walk around and you can you can kind of talk to everybody pretty yeah. quick. Um, I think the downside is because it's a smaller venue, there's a lack of good giveaways. Oh, 
Well, um, and you know me, I'm all about the giveaways. You are, yeah. Um, I can let you know here and now on, on this podcast, you didn't win our giveaway. Well, I know that because you said, don't bother putting your card in, you're yeah. not going to win. But I did notice there was a Geodorable card in there. <laughs> I wonder who that came from. It um, didn't win either. Many ways to win. Um, yeah, there was actually some good giveaways. I'll um, update you next week on what my colleague Andrew won. Because <laughs> he will win something. He will. He always does. And, uh, yeah, um, I got some nice shiny pens. Uh, yeah, it's good to get some pens uh, for the year. Yep. Always a lot of chocolate and sweets. Keep the energy levels up. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There was the drink bottles. It, it is all about the giveaways for you, isn't it? Literally all about the giveaways. I'll talk to anyone if they've got something to give away. See, from my perspective, as a kind of you know, professional services vendor of Esri... You can't look that desperate. No, obviously I don't. We have, we have giveaways, you know, but hey, it's not about the giveaway. It's about the company and the professional services that we offer. <coughs> anyway, what I'd say is that... Um, this year, and, it, and it's, uh, I've noticed over you know, the last kind of you know, four or five years that I've been here, the number of sessions I get to attend gradually drops off. And this year I managed to attend one, and the reason I went to it was because it was our company we're presenting, and it was awesome. Um, but other than that, the whole thing about the, the show is being there and talking to people. Yeah. And sometimes it's you get you know you get um, some really good leads, and other times it's just chatting. How are you? What are you up to? What are you working on? How how are you finding the conference? Yeah. Um, I always like to go up to vendors and just go, oh, "Why are you here?" Do you use that same kind of voice? Why are you here? No, I try to be more engaging. Oh, okay. Um, but it's, it's it's always an interesting start because then they have to go through. This is what we're doing. I'm actually interested in it. Mm. It's. Um, yeah, because they're not born salesmen, they sort of... Well, technicians turn sales. Yeah. So, we mentioned earlier uh, that there is uh, a big thing about this conference, perhaps. I mean, I don't want to underrate the other stuff, but is the uh, the office or the conference party, or dinner, I should say. Yes. Um, formal dinner. Formal dinner. Three courses. And this year, um, for a number of reasons, the, uh, the theme was uh, the summer of 69. Um, that's because uh, Esri, I think, is turning 50. Esri have turned 50. Yeah. Eagle uh, Technologies, who are the resellers here in New Zealand, they've turned 50 this year. And also because I think, yeah, there's been the moon landings as well, which were, yeah, 50, 50 years ago. ago. Yeah. It all coincides amazingly. Uh, wonderfully well. There's a conspiracy there. And so um, you can imagine that was the dress up theme. And I don't know, Mark, you went as a. Person. Well, I'm not sure what you went as. You went as a man who didn't put too much effort in and went in a slightly ugly shirt. It's, it's a 70s swirly shirt. Was it? It was. Which is weird because it's 1969 and not the 70s. Yeah, we'll tell that to people who were slightly yeah, curious. Right. Anyway. There were some people I wanted to go correct on their, their historical costume, like the Charles Manson person. Yes, who did, there were two of those. Yeah, but one of them was like 2000s Charles Manson. Yes, yeah, yeah. Just a few things like that. Um, so we went, uh, our company, we went full hippie. So we had the... Uh, oh, was that what you were? Yeah, I'm okay, not sure okay, about the tie-dye. I thought, I thought you just wore your, your daughter's project. No, we, unless my daughter had done all of it. So, yeah, tie-dye shirts, you know, your peace symbol. Uh, I had a fantastic kind of long-haired hippie wig. Did you? Which, yeah. Um, I didn't see that. Well, I did take it off yeah. once I got outside because it was hot and I kept on eating it. Um, I can't imagine how people with long hair cope because I was spitting 
it was surprisingly number of um, normally bald men. What are you saying? This hair is great. No. It was, it was coincidental. I, I'm, great. I'm not going to have long hair. Not going to have long hair. Uh, but it was a fun night, you know. Um, I know people out there will be dying to know what the menu was like. So we started off with a, um, I think it was a broad bean and bean. It was just beans. It was just beans, was it? And pea. Cold bean, pea, salad thing. Yeah, with lemon. Lemon, which, and garlic. I liked the garlic. I didn't like the lemon. It just didn't quite work for me. Yeah. Um, I'll post pictures. I took some. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the uh, main was the yeah, main was a beef or salmon beef or salmon salmon obviously is the choice what do you have? beef yeah of course um, and quite a lot why'd you have beef? they can never do beef properly they did beef well it was really good I bet you it was kind of like medium to well done no it's more medium to rare mm, doubt it oh, I agree okay so do I as long as it's not got a pulse I'm fine with it yep <laughs> and then then they had a selection of desserts they were good they was. They was? Yeah. That's not even English. No. Um, they were? They were good. There was a lot of them. There were, like you had to share them around the table. Yeah, and then some people were like, oh no, I won't do it. And then like, oh well. There's even more. Yeah. Um, there was a mousse, there was an apple crumble. Um, coffee eclair, don't like coffee. No, I just got away from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... What, what time? Been really good food. Well, I was going to say, what, what, what time do? Because then the band come on, right? And oh, it was emceed by a minor New Zealand celebrity that nobody in the rest of the world would have heard of, I doubt. No, that's right. And um, turns out he wasn't too okay with uh, cultural references. No, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, when he kept referring to the robot from Lost in Space as a Dalek. 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 And then the funniest thing is when you've got the cast of Scooby Doo on stage. Well, obviously, the cast of Scooby Doo because literally someone's in a Scooby costume. And one of them said, "I'm called Shaggy." Yeah. Right. Anyway, not picking up that casual reference was no, unforgivable. I think it was bizarre because he was old enough to know. Yeah. Um, and then they had the live band. Live band was good. I liked yeah. it. Bit of brass in there. Um, your comment on the drumming? I know you're a drumming aficionado. Well, uh, yeah, I kind of, I kind of. Behaving a little poorly for for a musician, I'm a drummer, so it's all the same. Yeah. Um, but I actually stood on the side of the stage and watched them. Oh, well, they just played a song that that has as quite a, as a as a well-known drumming song. Uh huh. So, what was it? Uh, Africa. Uh, okay. Yep. Tattoo. All right. And Shif Bakara, who was the drummer for Tattoo, died from overdose. Um, as all good drummers do. Anyway, fundamental, fantastic beats and rhythms in there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the drummer just played it straight, and it's just going, oh, come on, because I tend to do other stuff yep. that I could have done, is that you yep. can try harder here, and yep. at least do something. Yeah, okay. Um, but other than that, no, they were a good band. And that's what I love about this podcast, it's it's, it's GIS and drumming, Yeah, we and, and food reviews, uh, we, we offer you everything, listeners, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so it's coming up to the end of the conference I think there's yep. the, the next it's a plenary session so it's looking it's quickly final closing out what's coming up next and, and they're actually going to show us um, ArcGIS Experience Builder which is quite funny because we just previewed it last we did podcast. yeah yeah. well we're ahead of the curve um, and I've got to catch a plane okay well bye then I've got to fly away you've got to hand out some prizes yep not to you no um, but you know, congratulations to the wonderful prize winners. Um, yeah. So, final thoughts, Mark. Coming next year. 
Yeah, again, New Zealand's so small. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. every year, yeah. Um, and it's a good time, apart from the amount of work you have to do in between. In between, obviously, yeah, you've got to keep the, the day job running. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But no, it's been good. You, Chris? Oh, same time next year, uh, you know. Well, it literally will be. It, it will be. Uh, we're going with the same stand, everything, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> same shirt. Yep, totally. Um, yeah, well. Great. Well, uh, back to the normal podcast. Well, Mark, you were great. Uh, as you were you, Chris. Um, Thanks. And I think we just just need to follow up note there. Um, my colleague, Andrew, who we mentioned in that thing, and we've mentioned before, uh, one again. You mean Lucky Andrew, as his now official title should be? So should be Lucky Andrew. So what's that? That is three in a row. He yeah, won. At least. He won, well, I, he's won something off us before, like yeah. our company. I think it was a... He won the drone. He's, won, drone. he's now won a, a motorsport day. Um, yeah, nice guy. Really nice. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, he... It's not that he's not nice. I'm just, <laughs> he should give other people a chance to win. Everyone else has the same random chance, Chris, apart from when we put our cards into your stand, when the new flatboat broke said, don't bother, I'm not going to draw you guys. No, I wasn't. Um, but you put in a geodorable card anyway, like I could draw that. <laughs> uh, Weirdly enough, though, that's going to get dropped into our CRM at work, so that's going to be interesting. I'm so hoping though maybe maybe someone at work will listen to us. <laughs> Do you know uh, whilst I was there, I forgot to mention this in the podcast. Uh, a couple of people came over and said, "Hey, we listen to the podcast." And um, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't say it was great or anything. Well, actually, one of them said it was great, but yeah. I think he was just hoping that he was going to win the prize. But you know, <laughs> no, I, I was talking to someone and they said, oh, "I listened to that one." And you, you know, you just happened to name drop. Oh yeah, I was interviewing. Um, interviewing uber and they're like why would you interview uber well i do this great podcast yeah anyway without blowing our own trumpets um no but it's nice to get recognized in public for if you're you know i mean yeah especially from those um emojis of our faces Is that what yes it must be uh, it must be the dulcet tones that encourage people to listen <laughs> indeed um we've got an exciting game of export to shapefile um Following on from the excitement of the last week with our, our first guest. Uh, we, did, we got a lot of feedback from that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a little bit of a little bit of criticism at my harshness. Well, um, a bit of feedback that um, that there was a, a more pleasant voice on the air than either of ours. Sure. Um, but yeah, in the end, you know, winners are grinners. That's true. And, um, I, well, I'm sure Natalie will want to, uh, you know, try and beat you again at some point. Or not beat you again. Try and beat... You know what I mean. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but we'll, we'll follow up because, Chris, I know, I know you missed out then. Uh, yeah. And and you do like to play. Indeed. So um, let's have a quick game of export to shapefile. Um, I will go first. Okay. Because, I don't know. I just feel like I'm going to bring it tonight. Okay, well, um, here we go. Export to shapefile. All right, um, opening gambit, Chris, is going to be join field from data management. Nice and generic for you. That's kind of like the most average move ever. Yeah, well, I'm coming down from a high. So, I mean, just, just you know... 
not to big myself up too much, but once you've kind of peaked, you sort of, you know, just to soften off a bit. So Yeah, shut up. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm inspired by our uh, conversation earlier today about... Um, Open the uh, the open data open, yes. open topography. Uh, so I'm going to launch straight into you with uh, classify less by height. Ooh, you're trying for a, a sharp angle from the attack. From the well, that's that's a that's a beautiful attacking move, Mark. Defend that. Uh, I'm going to keep it vanilla, and I'm going to go for remove attachments, keeping it in data management. Uh, it's. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a, it's a nice defensive play. Um, you've you've kind of knocked me to one side a little bit with that one, but I'm going straight back at you with um, with observer points again from the 3D analyst uh, toolkit. Mm. Again, another attacking move, Mark. You've been doing a bit of 3D in at work, Chris. Uh, I don't do anything at work, Mark. <laughs> That's right. You're in management. Yeah. Um. All right. Oh. Well. I'll, spy, I'll turn the spy style up to one and I'm going to throw in uh, create arc info workspace I mean, it's still in the data management this is very defensive play for I me. said it's just, just one notch do you know and for listeners who uh, who have been following the game I'm going to go for I'm trying to do a redland slam here um, aggregate <sighs> That's a standard extension, Chris. Special analyst. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with it though. But that's that's kind of three uh, extension attacking moves in in one go, and you haven't knocked any. Well, you've defended. Not that's all defended, you've done. And I'm just going to again. I'm now going to dial up to two. Uh, again, go for a split. A split. Um, uh, okay, well, um, generate rubber sheet links, uh, and that's from the editing tool set, as you well know. And, you know, it, it's kind of, um, it's setting my pieces out nicely, thank you. Is it? All yeah. right. Um, now, listeners, listen to this. Uh, we're going for the Euclidean allocation. Um, Boom! Dial up to seven. All right. It's getting hot in here. So say that again. You're doing the what? Euclidean allocation from the Euclidean spatial analyst. Euclidean allocation, spatial analyst. That's a nice attacking move, Mark. I'm going to brush it aside with uh, create raster type. Simple data management tool. Increase maximum edges. Back at you with a bit of network analyst. Oh, I can see you're you're Dial's attacking. You're attacking. Dial's getting hard. Um, match photos to rows by time. Oof. Ooh, Data management. I don't think I've ever used that tool, but I like it. You're throwing out there, though. All right. Um, I just need to to put a little bit of extra chili powder on this extract by circle so this is a this is a uh, double road down slam game it's um it's it's it is it is spicy but you know all i need to do i, I can turn that aside with another what can i do um 
Do you know, update coverage dorset is fine. Sorry? Update. Ah. Sorry, I thought you put some extra words in there. No, 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 no. Just from, you know, the coverage tool set. Okay. Um... I mean, that's my final card, by the way. I mean, you know, I've, I've not got much else. Mm, I'm going to export to shapefile. Are you? Yeah, I think I turned the dial on myself. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you could have pushed for a draw there, but okay, that's that's your choice. I'm, I'll yeah. take a win if I can find it. I just just box myself with my spiciness. You know, sometimes you just eat that chili too much. Well, personally, I'm I'm quite relaxed at the moment, so um, yeah. you would have struggled anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when you rang, run out of mango, mango and lassi before uh, you get to the end of your meal. Oh, yeah, good mango lassi. And you don't have any super sahi dry. No, no. But we're not. Well, Mark, that was. I mean, after you, after your high, that was a bit of a low, really. It was an interesting match. I think if we'd been at the full version instead of just the um, the shortened version, you reckon you would have got me? Yeah, I. I yeah. I don't think you could have you could have um, st- stayed in the kitchen. Well, it was in a it was only a seven hand game, wasn't it? You know, yeah. so seven card hand. Sorry. Um, so no, I mean, yeah. Well, mm. thanks, Mo. I mean, thanks for the game. I, I, you know, the energy level dropped there a bit towards the end. Uh, you know, but yeah, as I say, you know, I'm surprised Natalie lost. To be honest, <laughs> I thought she was better. <laughs> Now you've turned to insulting her. Well, thanks for insulting our only ever other player of the game, Chris. Hey, there are going to be many, many others who, on the uh, on the back of that, you know, challenge, are just going to be wanting to play. I think they've got a good chance. Ah, <laughs> uh, think so too, actually. Um, but on there, Chris, that is it for us this week, this month, this fortnight. It's actually only been two weeks, I think, since we last released. Exciting yes, I mean. News. Yeah, we've been putting a bit more effort, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, listeners. I mean, you know, thanks for sticking with us. Um, Mark went, he came back. Um, I think I held the fort. I don't think anybody's going to notice. You know? No. Um, and um, don't forget to keep getting in touch with us on our many platforms on Instagram, on Facebook, it, on our website, on our email. So, our so Twitter. many ways. Yeah. Um, we are socially enabled. And occasionally socially inept, but you know. <laughs> that is also true. Uh, so, on that, good night, Chris. Good night, listeners. It might not be night where they are. Okay. Good day. Well, I don't think, I think we should just say goodbye. All right. Goodbye.